doing good, Cheryl. People have been asking. I know. Okay, hens. Hi. Good morning. Today is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hump, hump, hump. Okay, so anyways, listen. John Wayne Gacy. Jeffrey Dahmer. Manson. I mean, we could throw Gypsy in there, too. These are people that have been glorified, lifted up in society. And documentaries have been done on it. Interviews have been done on it. Tucker Carlson goes to interview somebody involved in a war, a leader involved in a war that's sucking our money. Sucking our money. Literally... Sucking it. And it's a problem? It's a problem. Okay. It's not a problem for me. I'm glad he went to go interview old Vlad. Okay? Because I want to know what's going on. And you should too. So... Welcome to Friday, everybody. I'm Tommy. I'm Bear. And we are the Unrefined Guys, two guys who know a little bit about a whole lot of things, don't know a whole lot about one particular topic. Full disclosure. Everybody who listens on a regular basis knows we record everything on Sunday afternoons. Everything, yes. And, um... Of course, this is Super Bowl Sunday. It's Super Bowl Sunday today. Uh, as I hit the record button... It's just the beginning of the second quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Uh, we're like, what, a minute in maybe? Maybe two. Um, Kansas City's at, at goal range. Yeah. They're, they're getting ready. I look at Bear and I said, now we need the interception or a fumble. While the sound is playing, right before... I opened the microphone. That's why he said, wow. There's a fumble, and uh, San Fran recovers. <laughs> well, then. <Sorry. clears throat> Welcome to the Friday edition of the Unrefined Guys. Um, this is going to be an interesting episode. It is. For many reasons. It's going to be, we're going to get distracted from time we're to time. We're going to be very distracted from time <laughs> to time. We're going to do our best to not let it get too far in the way, but we wanted to get this done and out of the way so we could, uh, you know, hopefully uh, be able to do this without... <clears throat> totally sidelining ourselves. Yeah, so the position I'm sitting, it's easy to ignore it. <laughs> it's not for me because it is directly in front of my face, but I will do my best and we will see what we can do here. A uh, whole lot of stuff going on last week, this week. Um, you know, I guess if, if you wanted to talk about Tucker's interview with Putin, we could do that. Since, since, uh, kind of talked our, about our, that. Our, special guest. It's I'm glad just, you brought that up. <laughs> he just brought up the Tucker thing. So. so the guy's voice that you just heard who said it was Wednesday, well, it's not Wednesday, it's Friday. That is uh, from a social media account on TikTok called Conservative Ant. Uh, his name's uh, Ant. And or, he's, he's a conservative. Anthony, it? it is Anthony, yeah. Um, he is conservative, and um, so he calls himself Conservative Ant. Uh, if you haven't heard of him, you're missing out. Hilarious yes. dude. A um, lot of fun. He's got followers just everywhere. Yeah, he does. He's, Facebook. Yeah, X. Instagram. Instagram, everything. So yeah. uh, anyway, <clears throat> I, bring all a little bit. I bring all that up to say that uh, Ant will be joining us this next week yeah. on The Unrefined Guys. And people right now are going, what? Yeah, I, I know that. I have a few people that are like, you did what? You How did you guys who have <laughs> such a small audience, and I want to be clear, I love our audience. Oh, yeah. Um, I, size isn't everything. Especially when it comes to audience. That's what I keep telling myself. <laughs> and um, and so, you know, we just, we, we people can't tell you no if you don't ask. And so that's what Bear and I have kind of lived from. And we asked Ant a few weeks ago if he'd be willing to join us uh, and come on the show. And he said yes. 
He it wasn't a well. Let me think about it. It wasn't a struggle at all. Let me. It was none of that. It was um, let me get back with you, and then he got back to us very quickly, and said, "Yeah, here's what my schedule looks like. What works for you?" And uh, very clearly, I said, "Whatever you tell us works is going to work just fine." Yeah. Um, You know, so it gets us back to uh, our roots, so to speak, in that. What we originally planned on doing with this show. Yeah, we wanted to just talk to people and get to know who they are. Now, sure, will we talk politics? I'm, I'm sure we will. Yeah, at we're some gonna, point, yeah. We're going to let him kind of control the flow. We don't. We want to be very respectful of his time, and so whatever he's able to give us, we want. We're to... just going to be like guardrails on the side yeah. of the highway, where we're just going to kind of keep him on track and and you know go down the go down the highway a little ways. Uh, just to get a story right. and then we'll go into politics if that happens. If it happens. You know, we're going to be as natural as we are. This, for us, I think I speak normally is just, we want to sit down and talk to the dude. Yeah. Just have a conversation. We're got him where he's at. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, and meet people where they are. Yeah. Meet people where they are and that's what we've always wanted this show to be. To have a piece of. Yes, we've moved towards um, culture. We've moved towards politics. But uh, we're super excited to have Ant on the show. Uh, we're working to get a couple of other guests that uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk about soon. Yeah. And so next week's show will be amazing. Yeah, now, amazing. There was a piece of me <laughs> that wanted to, you know, joke around and, and say, well, let's cut this thing up into a couple of segments and draw people out yeah well i i think we, like we discussed is if we go three hours of recording with him then we do cut it up right into you know different episodes it, two it, or de- three episodes yeah depending on how long it goes now we could have been real asses and we could have just unrestrained that bad boy but that's not cool at all i don't want to do that no no at all so, Something like this, no, we need to make no, it public. No, this, this is a big deal. Plus, he's just a down-to-earth guy, and, and yeah. so far, I'm I think excited. we'd be doing ourselves an injustice if we did understand 100%. 100%. So. so I'm excited about this one. I'm also excited about the potentials that we also have lined up. I'm very excited about all of them. Yeah, I think, um, I think, I, I think we have a really good chance of getting the other ones that we were discussing earlier. Right. I think we have a really good chance on that one. I think we have a better chance going there right so now as we continue to to grow and build our brand and let's be honest to build your brand to build you know this audience brand uh, we you know have some other things that we'd like to do one thing that we have learned is that some people that we'd like to talk to who whether they be influencers or people in the know yes um their time is valuable to them and we we respect that wholeheartedly we understand that and so there are some folks that we would love to talk to, but they do have a fee. Yes. I don't fault them for that one bit. And so in order for us to be able to uh, entertain guests like that, to bring them to uh, the show, uh, we need help from a listening audience and viewers yes. like you. <laughs> viewers and listeners like yes. you. Please consider uh, supporting our work, supporting what we do. Um, help us get those guests, help us. Yeah. Help us get those guests, help us build a, ourselves up, help us build your brand up and help us, um, have a bigger footprint. Yes. You can do that by becoming a member, uh, become an official tugger, head over to patron.podbean.com forward slash unrestrained. You can also help us by visiting our sponsor, uh, Ravencrest Tactical. Uh, Ravencrest Tactical is an American company that makes American-made out-the-front pocket knives. They make fixed-blade pocket knives, lock-blade knives, all sorts of great stuff. Everything's manufactured here in the United States in Arizona Yep. Uh, in a uh, smallish factory that they put together. Um, every knife that you get is assembled by hand to order. You actually get... Uh... <clears throat> person that assembled it right the person that when assembles yeah the person that assembles your your knife um does a checklist on like it's kind of like a business card mm-hmm. and they sign off that everything is good to go and it's like inspected one. by number 14 yep. except they put their names yeah on. It's, yeah it's super cool um plus a it's american made which is always amazing and that's how we that's, want to support that's how we got to do yeah 
And um, that's got a hundred percent lifetime guarantee, man. No you break it, yeah. bust it, needs your knife needs sharpened. Um, say you're, you know, I don't know, stabbing your car for whatever reason you might do, and you break your blade, or you use your knife as a screwdriver, yeah. which some of us have done. Well, I've, I, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Um, <laughs> and you bust your blade. Well, send it in. They'll fix it. They'll replace the blade. While they have your knife, they're going to go through and do a complete tune-up and a full however many point inspection to make sure everything's up to snuff. So Ravencrest Tactical, we encourage you to go take a look at their products. Don't go to their website directly. We ask that you please help us out. Go to our website, theunrefinedguys.com. Just watch a lady take a spoonful of mayonnaise and just eat it. it <laughs> caught me completely off guard. You almost gagged. I did. I, I, oh, man. I was not ready for that. That's funny. Um, go, wow. <laughs> I, it was a big spoonful of mayonnaise. Okay. Sorry about that, folks. Um, go to our website, theunrefinedguys.com. Go to the Contact Us and sponsors page. Yeah. Scroll down about two thirds of the way. You'll see Ravencrest's um, link there. Click on that. Shop around. See what they've got. Even if you're not in the market, take a look. All their knives that they have, you can customize completely. You can pick what kind of blade you want on it. Serrated, non-serrated, tanto, um, yeah. spear, you name it. You know, when I got mine mm -hmm. and I went all the way to the, the checkout screen, mm -hmm. you know, where you do your final purchase do the dirty because it, we i used it through our link right got 20 percent off 20 percent off yeah sweet and they run uh specials frequently so you want to check back 20 percent off is a good time right? it was um yeah go check out ravencrest tactical so now we got all that housekeeping business out of the way now we can do the show last week joe biden had a hell of a week <laughs> yeah thankfully he's forgotten about it so um <laughs> by today yeah well, shit, by the day after the, the press Probably conference. Probably that night. Yeah. So, <laughs> as uh, soon as he got his oatmeal and went to bed, you know, I forgot about it. Uh, we we are hearing from uh, White House staffers who are uh, allowed to speak on the condition of anonymity because, you know, that's how journalism, quote unquote, works today is that you can have uh, unnamed sources and those are trustworthy as hell. Mm. I call bullshit, but they are saying that uh, when Joe Biden got the information from the uh, uh, special counsel, when they released the report that they weren't going to charge him because he's an old man and doesn't remember anything, he was furious. I'm like, what, you want to be charged, you dumb shit? <laughs> take the win, bro. Yeah, take the W, <laughs> go with it. Here's here's the dynamic that, of that that would have been fascinating is let's say they hadn't said he was too senile. Would the White House counsel have argued that he has presidential immunity? They probably would have. But here's the funniest thing about that. And if they did that, then Trump would have been right. Would have to be not acquitted, but, you know, the They'd charges have to, have to yeah. come. But um, the funniest thing was him saying, I can't believe they say I can't remember dates. I know exactly when this happened. I know when my son died. Well, that means you knew about the documents then, because you were saying just earlier that you didn't know about the documents because right. staffers moved them for you. Um, so you're saying that you remember all this, so you're lying. <laughs> well, then he went on to say, of course I remember, my memory's fine, I wear this rosary around my wrist uh, to remind me of my son. Yeah, uh, this is a rosary he for he got from uh, Saint uh, um, Our Lady of the um, you know you know. He couldn't even name yeah, that. Right. Then that he just goes, proves yeah. <laughs> then he goes on to talk about the president of Egypt, Sisi. Yeah. Sisi. When he meant to refer to the president of Mexico. Sisi. Not yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, he just basically. I meant yes, yes. <laughs> Biden's purpose or whoever's purpose of that press conference was to dispel the information that came out from the, the uh, special counsel's report, and all he did was just verified everything that we've all known for yeah. three years. And since we've been doing the show, we've 
been pointing out that this guy's an idiot and he, yeah. he doesn't know what's going on. He's and, not <laughs> even a useful idiot anymore. No. I, I don't know that he ever was a useful idiot, but he is just, he's gotten to the point now where even the, the propaganda lamestream media is saying we can't run cover for this clown anymore. Nope. They were fact-checking him immediately after, well, of course. When, when you say they were fact-checking him, it was the ones that had been supporting him this whole time. NBC, MSNBC, CNN, all these people that are right. like, you know, Biden can do no wrong kind of attitude, you know. And now they're like, mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe we were wrong. You know, of course, you Mr. have Mr. Poopy your, Pants is yeah. kind of, you know. <laughs> The only one who did uh, come to his defense was, you know, Rachel Maddow. There is a... Uh, a political strategist, um, James Carville. Oh, yeah. He's a Democratic special uh, or um, strategist. Yeah, he's he's famous for getting people out of very famous, either getting them elected or getting them out of scandals. Right, and he's really, really good at what he does. Kenneth? I'm sorry. Kenneth? Oh, why? When you get the code yeah, I said it was two o five. This woman is. <laughs> looking at me with headphones on a microphone on my face and she's just acting like I'm normal. This is why I love you so much. Do you smell that? It smells like sarcasm. sarcasm. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it's 205, I think. I now think everybody I knows you your code. Email. Oh, it's just the code they send you when you pick up the pizzas. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had to, she's oh, she's so running going, she's running to pick up the and, delivery. Yeah. I got yeah. You, yeah. And I had sent it to her um, before that because they the, the ladies went to uh, pick up some items, and we had ordered pizza. Mm -hmm. But when I ordered to have the pizza to, uh, picked up, it was too soon for them because they're really busy today, obviously. And uh, so I had to move the time. Yeah. And yeah, so I sent her the I sent her the code, and I thought I told her, but I I probably didn't. I don't. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> they, they, You're pulling a Joe Biden right now. Yeah, no, no doubt. <laughs> you know the fascinating thing about our wives. It's it's funny because we we record on Sundays. Our studio is my living room. Yes. Um, and neither one of these ladies gives two shits. No. They and, and I, I admire it. I do because it shows the authenticity of who we are. <laughs> um, you know, it's not like we have soundproof rooms and uh, what is that. Uh, Padding. Those paddings on the wall. Well, I mean, there is padding, but it's not for sound. Um, <laughs> you know, and, you know, other people will come in and see what we're doing and they'll be like, oh, hush, hush. And these ladies just come in here like they live here or something. And, <laughs> you know, and it it gives a good authenticity to yeah. what we do here. And I, I, I do appreciate that part, except when she's expecting me to read her mind. But she's always expected that, so... <laughs> Uh, what were we, we were talking about Joe Biden yeah, and forgetfulness his uh his uh, memory issues yeah i don't i don't know who thought to not try and beg him to not do that press conference i was waiting for the hook you know you see on yeah. the movies and the cartoons well, at one point so <laughs> If you didn't watch right, Joe, this, that's enough. Yeah, <laughs> if you didn't watch this it's about a 10 minute press conference Address to the nation, if you will. It was ten minutes of him speaking, and then he took questions. Like he took like one or two, yeah. turned around and walked off the stage. He, he should have just kept going. And somebody, even you could see just out of on the corner of the screen, you could see what looked like maybe somebody's hand guiding him, trying to wave him in. Yeah, he goes behind the uh, the there's like a, a a wall, I guess. It's it's like one of those. Um, like a one of them changing yeah, yeah, yeah. Screens, screens or whatever. Yeah, that's what it was. And almost immediately he turns around and comes back out. Apparently some reporter said something that got him got his Pissed attention. Him off, yeah. <laughs> and so now the clown comes back out, takes a few more questions, and just gets it's even worse. Handed to him. Of course, I agree with something he did say, which is odd for me. He foolishly picked Peter Ducey from Fox News. Yeah, known um, who? Yeah, he's, he's hostile towards the administration. Yeah. Not hostile. I want to. No, be no. I would say I would, he's, he's he's critical. Very okay. That's a good, uh, better of word. the administration, yeah. and he holds them accountable. 
He calls him out all the time. And you see those, mini- yeah. those those videos all the time of him and, and the secretary, uh, press secretary. Our press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre. Yeah. What qualifications does she have to be the press secretary? Well, she's a black lesbian female. Yep. That's about it. <laughs> he asked her a question last week, and she looked at him, rolled her eyes, and it was a two-part question, and she just walked away. Didn't answer it, nothing. Yeah. So anyway... Biden comes back out, asks, uh, calls on Peter Ducey, who asks him a very pointed question, to which Biden says, my memory is not bad, except for maybe the fact that I forgot I shouldn't call on you. <laughs> now, again, I'm not an expert on old age stuff, and I'm not an expert on, you know, uh, <laughs> dementia and whatnot, but I do know that when old folks are starting to get up there... When they get frustrated, they get, yeah, they get snippy and they yell a lot. They definitely raise their voices. And Biden definitely made every wrong call. I want to know who thought that doing an address to the nation was a good idea. His wife. We've discussed this on Monday. So. I know, but I just, <laughs> I've, I have. We been, both speculate that his wife was like, you know, you need to say something. Do you think they're calling it, you dementia and, and, yeah. and all this aphasia. And <laughs> Do you think that it's, it's the perceived power she thinks she has? And, and let's be clear. She does have some power. Well, she has power because she's married to the president. She's pulling. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's velcroing the diapers at least. Well, imagine. Anyway, at one point they got together a few times. Probably. I mean, there's proof. When she was a, a, a babysitter for him. Oh, she's not mom of. No. So the original Hunter oh, that's and right. that's Ashley's right. mother. That's right. I, I believe was killed in a car accident. Yeah, I remember that. That I know for sure Hunter was in the car. I don't know about Ashley and Bo. Uh, I don't know if they have kids together. I know that she was the babysitter at the time. Joe was about 30 something and she was about 15, 16 something ish. I don't know all the details. Anyway, um, apparently he sniffed her just right and it got her attention. (laughs) I don't understand why if you love somebody, truly love somebody, isn't it your job to... Well, have the hard conversations with those people? Well, I know as stubborn as I am. Okay. If I got this report that said that I was cuckoo or I was losing my memory or mm-hmm. I was, you know, I shouldn't be running the country, basically, I would get a little upset myself. And I would pretty much ignore anything my wife had to say. And I was going to do what I'm going to do. Perhaps. I mean, that's I, how stubborn I am. I see that, but. I'm trying to give him some rope here, but Look, <laughs> I think he already hung himself. He did. I know that in a relationship, people say oftentimes that there are roles and that you should stop somebody from doing something. And I don't I don't quite look at it like that because You can advise. You can advise. And I think that's your your goal your your I'm sorry, your role is to advise. Because if you start telling them, hey no it gets rough, but in Joe Biden's state of mind or his potential state of illness, yeah, doesn't she have an obligation to the person she loves to protect them a little bit? I, I would believe so, yes. I mean, somebody had to have, should have stopped him. And nobody did. No. But like we discussed on the Monday show, this is the setup. I really honestly believe this is this is where they this is their way of getting us ready for him to not be running bozo getting the the target gets hit with the baseball and he hits the dunk tank yeah. and then Kamala <laughs> yeah no I'm scared scared out of my mind that she's going to be in charge apparently next. Joe Biden's scared out of his mind too that she's <laughs> going to be in charge well, I, there was some I saw somewhere that something was leaked that they he didn't even want her. He doesn't if this happens, he doesn't want her in charge. So well, there, there's some deep state stuff there that is gonna something's gonna happen. I had I, I, early on before he obviously was elected, 
I had read that they, he didn't even want her to be the VP pick. No. no. But he messed up and promised that it was going to be a, a black female. I think that was how it went. And no, he did on the campaign trail. I yeah, that. He said that my VP will be a f- black female. There are other black females. I don't know if Joe realized that. They are far more qualified than her. Obviously not Sheila Jackson or anything like that. But, I, I mean, there are. Yeah. This is part of the problem with DEI. One of many problems with DEI is that um, you've got. A a pool of qualified candidates, male, female, black, Asian, white, all spectrums of the, the world that are absolutely qualified in the Democrat Party to be vice president. And instead of finding the absolute best person for the job, you picked a lady, mm-hmm. and I don't know that that's well, a proper term for it, but yeah. you picked a lady who can't even fucking talk. <laughs> she's as bad as him. Uh, sometimes worse, in my opinion, because she just says nonsense. I mean, he does too, don't get me wrong. Sure. You can attribute that to his old age, where she just... She's just stupid. She well, doesn't finish. She doesn't finish a sentence. She doesn't finish a thought before she moves on to the next comment, and it sounds ridiculous. And she she uses a um, she like uses words that she has no idea what it means. They're so distracting. <laughs> that little kiss you guys heard. Was him getting a kiss goodbye and me kissing my wife goodbye. So <laughs> she uses these 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 catchphrases that she she, she heard relies, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, she relies on them way too much. Yeah, um, she's trying to be cool and hip, and she's none of it. And it makes her look ridiculously stupid, in my opinion. Of course, she, I think she really is. I I looked up her. Um, Grades, if you will, her her law school. Mm-hmm. She was like middle to the bottom of the class in her law school. Not a shocker at all. But yet somehow she gets to see all of these annals of power in the political realm because she played the game and she's... I mean, I use this very um, loosely, but she sold herself out. Oh, yeah, because she was the biggest proponent against Joe Biden when they were running against each other. She was calling him all kinds of names. And, Her you know. political career has been marred with, I don't know, I don't want to say controversy, but conspiracy. Yes. You know, that she, she slept her way into the political world when she was... Uh, uh, going to be the San Francisco DA. Yeah, I believe that's where. Um, she allegedly slept with Mayor Willie Brown, got herself in entwined into the political world. Here's just a, a, a brief um, run of some Kamala. Basically, I mean, in a nutshell, she just this is one instance of how ridiculous this this vice president is Point to the direction of what I believe is the capital <laughs> <laughs> and what needs to happen in terms of people who otherwise have evidenced themselves being having a feckless quality to show some courage to reject the false notion that suggests you're either in favor of the second amendment or you want to take everyone's guns away when in fact it's just reasonable I support the second amendment but it's reasonable to say we need an assault weapons ban it's reasonable to say we need <laughs> universal background checks. Is it just me? She sounds like she's slurring. Flag laws. It's mm. reasonable to say that if you want to deal with violence I, I in the community, it. you also got to understand it's not only about mass. <laughs> yeah, she does sound like a drunk from the back of a taxi cab. Yeah. Which are horrific. <laughs> And it's about everyday gun violence. Like the way I sound if I have too many and start trying to talk about something I know nothing about. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah. And what exactly. needs to happen in terms of people who otherwise have she, evidenced I, themselves being the, the subject matter that she's talking about in this moment is you know gun safety and gun control. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's making jokes and and making it humorous. Uh, that's just tasteful, in my opinion. Uh, it's her her mo, I guess. No, it is. Every time she talks, she has to make a joke, and and it's a shitty joke, by the way. Get better writers. Um, <laughs> you know, um, just insensitive as hell. I mean, you can just tell that she's full of shit by what she's saying, right? And, and unfortunately, we've come to. A point where we just, and it's not just with her, it's with most politicians, we just accept it. Yeah. And that. I think that's why Vivek, Vivek, whatever, his, uh, he came out so strong is because he talked so clearly. He, oh, man. You know, he was refreshing in that sense because we've had Joe and we, before that we had Donald and neither mm-hmm. one of them talked extremely clearly. Right. You know? And then you got this guy who can just just lay it on, you know, and and, he, and he's so articulate. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> when you say refreshing, that is dead on, because well, in his honesty and and, and some right. of the stuff that's happened, you know, he you know people were, like we were saying saying in the Monday shows what people were against him uh, because he took money from the Soros Foundation. Mm-hmm. Well, and he explained that. It, to me, it, re- legitimate explanation of where that money came from, and it makes sense. Like we said on on the other show, is yeah, I'm, I was in college. I'm gonna take money to pay for college from anywhere I can get it. Anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Here's another word salad from Kamala. Governor and I, and we were all um, doing a tour of the library here. And um, talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, I what we need to do to if it's significant these for the passage of time. And there is such yeah. great significance to the passage of time. Wow. When we think about a How many day times are you going to say that? In the life That's five. of our children. Wow. I, I, the, the, let's look, talk about Kamala. Whoops, sorry about that. No, let's not. Like, you We're know, done talking about. Yeah, that. there's there's so much about Just, this. It, it's so scary to think that I believe in May this is going to happen. Um, that Joe's going to be taken off the ticket and that she's going to be put into power. That is so scary to think about. It's <laughs> because she's more scary, in my opinion, than Joe. Joe has. Plausible deniability in that he's going to forget about it. <laughs> I didn't do that. Yeah. What are you talking about? She's he's already just... saying shit like that. And here's the sad part. She's not stupid. Well. But she's if evil. She, it, it, let's just hypothetically say she did sleep her way to the top. Okay. Don't you think she slept her way through law school? And high school? Yeah. And college? And yeah. I... I'm just, I'm sorry. That was a little rude of me, but at the same no, time. No, I think you're probably 100% right, but she has the wherewithal to do that. You no, know, she's smart enough to, to do stuff like that, to get herself in where she's at. I, I think it's possible to be. I just wish I could do that. Stupid and smart. Oh, no doubt. But, you <laughs> know, going to prison. <laughs> men can't sleep their way, uh, generally speaking, to the top. No, there's that saying that. Women sleep who they w- sleep with who they want to, and men sleep with who they can. Exactly. And fair or not, it is a. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's impossible because we know that there are gay men who are in powerful positions who have assisted other men to get to the top or bottom whichever they choose. you know it's up to them. yeah um but by and large men have to find other ways whether that's stabbing other people in the back that's usually the way in kicking politics. other people yeah uh, whereas women and i'm not saying this is a plus or a bonus it's just a difference in women have <clears throat> the ability to use their bodies yeah if they choose to 
to gain influence and to gain. Well, and, and that's a sad statement, but it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have most of them are very brilliant, and they can use their minds to mess with you more than their right. bodies. Right. But if you have the total package, let's just say Tulsi Gabbard. She's a very uh-huh. attractive woman. Very. She could use her mind and her body. She could use me. To her favor and never actually put out. Right. Right. Oh, 100%. You know. The thing that scares me about Kamala is that <clears throat> she's stupid smart. Yeah. She's, That's more dangerous. Yeah, it is because <laughs> she doesn't quite grasp. The position that she's in? Well, I, and Yeah. But I think maybe she does. If you listen to reports from insiders of her staff, she has had the highest turnover of vice presidential staff um, in the last 50 years. Oh, I'm sure of it. They say she rules. I wouldn't want to work for her. Oh, no. They say she rules by an iron fist. She uses fear and intimidation. This smile, um, laughy, chatty Kathy that we see is absolutely not who she is when she's running her office. Much like Ellen DeGeneres. Right, right, exactly. (laughs) Um, She's a very miserable person to be around or to work for, I should say. Uh, And these are just reports. I don't know how you... And look, let's be honest, look at Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. She's probably similar. She's a very scary woman. AOC. Uh, well, that one doesn't scare me at all. She doesn't scare me either. She's she's just doing what she needs to do to get more power, more yeah. whatever. Um, these politicians, right, left, or, or otherwise, are in control, and we've we've allowed ourselves to get to this point. And in doing so, I think we have put ourselves on a very dangerous path because, you know, look, every president raises the budget. Trump did it by about seven trillion, I think, was the number. Um, Obama did it. Uh, every president does it. But the, the money that is being spent right now on foreign wars and in other parts of, you know, government is that we are in a very, very, very fragile situation in, you know, Stephen Smith, who is not a conservative guy. No. Stephen Smith is a commentator for ESPN, ABC, etc. And he's always been more of the, and I don't want to call him liberal, but hey, uh, no, he's, he's not, I don't know if he's progressive, but I do know he is, he is liberal. Right. And he came out last week and he said this and this I was floored. I, I had to watch this several times because he's normally Yeah, he's bam he's bombastic. Yeah. Um and he's always been kind of vocal and very um well very vocal, but he's always been critical also. Yes. And mostly of, of the right of the right conservatives. Yes. He doesn't He's definitely hold- didn't like Trump. Yeah, he doesn't hold back here. Take a listen. What it came down to for me is this. I see homeless folks in the streets of New York all the time that are American citizens. I damn sure see them in California. We've got poor, impoverished, starving people who were born and raised in this nation. How in the hell do we come up with a $53 million pilot program for illegals but folks who are here legally are born here. We don't have enough for them. Just like we could come up with billions for Ukraine. But somehow, some way, we can't fix the homeless problem. I'm down for helping Israel. I'm down for helping address the situations with the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Okay? I'm down for helping the Ukrainians and fighting off Russia. What about poor and desolate citizens here? How the hell do you print money for foreign countries? But you don't print that money to help eradicate folks that are starving right here in the streets of America who were born and raised here. This is what I'm talking about. And so when you have something like that, what's the one way to eradicate it? Yes, you got to have a flourishing economy. 
Yes, you can't have inflation. Yes, you can't be on the verge of a recession. Milk don't need to cost $7. Bread don't need to cost $5. Don't get me started with how much sugar costs. You can talk about employment all you want to. You can talk about the labor participation rate. But guess what? If you ain't making no damn money and you got to get two jobs to pay the same prices or to buy the same amount of stuff that you used to buy and the price is higher than it used to be because of inflation, then guess what? What are you really accomplishing? Exactly. He really laid out something that he talks in the beginning of this video about a $53 million pilot program. Yeah. Um, What he's referring to is in New York city, the mayor um, Adams has somehow came up with $53 million to give debit cards, uh, provide housing assistance and uh, food assistance to illegal immigrants who are currently in New York city. Um, we in Colorado, specifically in the Denver metro area, Mayor Michael Johnson recently, uh, this last week, <clears throat> announced cuts to the DMV and to well, parks, parks, um, and something else. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but it's, it's you know, yeah, they, the one thing I don't understand is cutting the DMV. Well, where the DMV is only going to open for certain certain right. amount of days a week. Um, that it just seems ridiculous to me because we're at that time of the year or time for another election where people right. need to go and register to vote. And one of the best places to do that is at the DMV. Correct. I mean, you can do it online nowadays, to right. be honest with you, but it makes it easier mm-hmm. if the DMV is open five days a week. The problem with politicians, right or left? No, that's just in the Denver metro. Right. It hasn't spread out to the other. Well, Johnson suburbs. Johnson blames uh, the inability for um, the, the funding, uh, the Congress, uh, the United States Congress, not passing a funding bill for Ukraine and Israel. And there were some monies that were involved there. The thing that, rep- that, that politicians do <clears throat> Is when it comes to, especially close to election times, they use these crises as crutches. Yes. So, for instance, this bill doesn't pass, so Johnson shuts down the DMV, shuts down this. You ever notice when it comes time to pass another continuing resolution, they always say, oh, the military is going to take a hit. Social Security is going to take a hit. it, they never cut their salaries. They never cut. They always cut something that's going to hurt the general public. Yeah, well, yeah. They never ever cut bullshit. No, that's true. I mean, one of the things, the first things that most states will cut from is uh, the DOT, the the, the roads department, right. the department that handles the construction of roads, the maintenance of roads, and. Here in Colorado, you can see it very, oh. very badly. After it, every storm. Yeah, they, because they, they've they cut it so far that they're on, on skeleton crews almost. They're constantly hiring new um, plow drivers mm. or, or maintenance people because the job doesn't pay very well for a state job. Right. You know, it, it, in my opinion, it pays decently, but at the same time for other, compared to other states, it doesn't pay as well. But that's one of the first things that gets cut. Is that department, and then, of course, education. Right, exactly. So they take it out on the working class. Yeah. They never make cuts to meaningless projects. They All their pet projects always keep their funding. They take it out on the taxpayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another... <clears throat> Did you hear about that other bill they were wanting to pass that obviously went away, but they were wanting to pass a bill, a fee, if you will, for your pets, you had to pay a yeah. fee I, here in Colorado to have a pet. You had to, and it was so that they could, you know, pay for this and pay for that. But it was it was a bunch of shit. They were going to charge you twenty five bucks per pet. I think some were twenty five, some were fifty. Wasn't it, it? it depends on the size. And of the they pet. were going to ch- gerbils, yeah, hamsters, rabbits, uh, uh, birds, cats, cats. Dogs, yeah, I'm just like you know. Your your sugar flight would be considered. Yeah, and it just <laughs> it blows my mind that that we citizens 
are the ones that get hit every time. You sent me this video uh, earlier. It's kind of topical. It is very topical. It's about the funding and... This is why, before you play it, this should piss off every taxpayer, right or left, when you think about how much we've spent on other stuff. $65 billion that we've given to Ukraine. We could have built six border walls. This would have undoubtedly stopped all the illegal immigration we've seen the past few years. We could have fixed Flint, Michigan's water systems over 215 times. And being a veteran Still myself, we could have given every homeless veteran $2 million apiece. And for my Maui friends out there, we could have given them $50 million per person based off of the Maui fires. But old Joey gave you 700 bucks. So then if you look at the HUD, HUD, they project that it could take $20 billion to completely end homelessness. But yet we've sent $165 billion to Ukraine. So we could have ended homelessness eight times over. Just do the eight simple times. math. Interesting, having been in the government and still working in the government, they threatened that if the government shut down, something's going to happen. Dude, the government will never shut down. And I'll tell you exactly why. Because if they did shut it down, the people, us Americans, they would finally see how little they do. 99% of everything that the federal government is spending is on bullshit. Straight hot dog water garbage. Hot dog water garbage. garbage. <laughs> hot dog water garbage. I love it. But he's not wrong. Because if you look into it, it's because they said they needed, what was it, Trump, that you said that Trump asked for $6 billion to finish the wall? Yeah, to build the wall. So... Like six, you said, six, eight billion. times we <laughs> rebuilt the wall. Well, earlier when we were discussing this, uh, before we started recording, um, we were not mathematicians by any stretch, but we did the rough numbers. The $160 billion that has been sent to Ukraine since uh, this war started. If they were to split that money up by 335 million Americans. Right. Every American in this country would have 400 bucks in their pocket. Almost five. Almost 500 bucks. Now, that doesn't seem like a whole lot in the grand scheme of things. 500 bucks. $500 extra a month. I mean, not a month, but 500 bucks is 500 bucks. 500 bucks is 500 bucks, man. That helps. I do shit for 20. Oh, yeah. Weirder (laughs) shit, too. Some things I probably wouldn't talk about. But you're talking 500 bucks per person in the entire country. Can you imagine how that would stimulate the economy? Oh, yeah. He brings up the and I've you and I've talked about this ad nauseum, you know, not on the show about Maui mm-hmm. and Lahaina fires. The fact that today mm-hmm. these people are still not being allowed onto their many of these people are still not being allowed on their properties. No, and some people are getting evicted. Insurance adjusters are not being allowed to go and adjust. Um, there are people not allowed in the areas here because FEMA won't let them in. But the banks are still charging their mortgages, and people are starting to lose their properties. And you have to ask, and I'm not trying to be conspiratorial. No, I don't much. think it's. I don't think it is. I think it's a land grab. This is the easiest way for them to gra- get that land from them. They've been pushing these. Uh, this these, is supposed to be one of those green cities, right? What they want to build there. Fifteen minuteers, right? Yeah. So in Chile, just last week, a huge fire. Very similar in nature. Is this something because? It just so happens that this is in one of those areas that they've talked about putting one of these green cities in or 15 minute cities in place um, in. I think it's Cutter, but don't quote me on it. They have plans right now for a similar city. Yeah. That's that a vertical one. It's going to be up and down approximately. And I don't remember the numbers exactly, but somewhere around 70 either miles or kilometers, I don't remember, long, forever tall, and no roads, no cars, no parking. It's going to be a mixture of homes, businesses. Everything you would need to survive is right here in the city, and it's all train-connected, electric, by the way. Mm -hmm. Is this what they want to do? Maui was talked about to be a test for one of these 15-minute cities. Our government is fucking the citizens— 
out of their property, out of their money, and not even helping them. But we will send money hand over fist. We will fight each other over how much we're going to send to Ukraine that means dog shit yeah. to this country. Well, you were saying that $165 billion, if, mm-hmm. if it was broke down over the U.S. citizens, it would be like 500 bucks. Right. Well, Ukraine has a smaller population. They did a, a, a number crunch with the $165 billion that we've sent. Each one of their citizens can get like 1500 bucks. I read just the other day that part of this. But you know none of the citizens oh, see no. any of them. Well, not true entirely. Because this latest package that Congress is looking at to send money to uh, to Ukraine is funding pensions. It's funding government employee pay. and That should piss you off. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. Why are we funding their people? But their government. We can't take care of our own folks here. No. We have 22 veterans. In, in that clip, he said that if... Yeah, in that clip that they they said with that one hundred and sixty five billion dollars, they could give two million dollars to every to each, homeless veteran. To each homeless veteran, imagine what those guys could do with that money. <laughs> I mean, they could be better lives and have better lives, be more productive, be be whatever you know. They could go back into the workforce and they could do their you know help the country out. I don't remember the breakdown, but it's twenty two veterans. I think it's 22 a minute or something. 22, 22, every, every 22 minutes of veteran. However that breaks down. Yeah, something like that. How many of those veterans are in part committing suicide over financial issues? Probably most of them. How many veterans. Not just PTSD. But, right. You know. How many veterans got kicked out of the nursing home in New York City? Oh, that's the one that pisses me off the most. So that they could make room for the homeless, illegal mm-hmm. migrants. And we as a country. Do you still have the clip of the 93-year-old? I don't think I do, but I'll bet you I could dig it up real quick. So there, there's well, the clip I'm talking about is this 93-year-old, I think it was a Korean War vet. I believe you're right. That got kicked out of his assisted living home for a family of illegal immigrants. <clears throat> How sickening is that, folks? And he's not, I mean, he's bitter about it for sure, but he's not angry. He's no, not he's cussing. actually like, well, you know, if I can help out, I'm going to help out. You know, he's very. He's a Korean War vet, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's right? what I said, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm half looking through I know this you're thing, multitasking but, at the moment. That's why I was. And I'm terrible. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's. Shit like that pisses me off. And this, if if he could find the clip, this guy was actually very generous and very nice. A little bitter about getting kicked out of his house or his, his apartment, but ninety three years old, he's like, eh, "What am I going to do?" Yeah, <laughs> he, he, almost passive. Yeah, almost passive about it. Um, I'm sure I can find this ninety three year old. <laughs> Hold on, folks. Yeah, there's something about these search engines anymore. Displaced. Let's see if we can dig it up through that. It when I first re- heard that video when you sent it to me, and, and the backdrop here it is. Now this this might be the whole news. Um, but let's see if this plays it. This could very well be part of uh, a news broadcast. Let's see. About, uh, no. so Frank, I think they want to hear from you no. about uh, no. No. your thoughts. <laughs> okay. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Mic- no, I guess it's it this microphone. Firstly, I'd like to thank you for having me here. It's a great pleasure to meet all these people as interested as I am in what's going on. Now, the thing I'm annoyed about is how they did it. It was very disgraceful what they did to the people in Island Shores. They gave us time to get out, but they never said when. 
and they never said they were going to get it out. And then one day, there's a thing on the board, a notice on the board, you got to be out by March 15th. I think that gave us like a month and a half to find yeah. out where we're going to go. I thought my suitcases were going to be on the curb because I'm not that fast. <laughs> if it wasn't for my daughter, they would have been on the curb. So this this gentleman, you hear how jovial he is? Yeah. 93 years old, Korean War vet, because a, an assisted living home in Staten Island felt that, and, and it wasn't the assisted living home, it was the government. Yeah decided that that assisted living home needed more urgently to help New York City's overflow of illegal immigrants than to leave these folks comfortably in their homes. That just pisses me off. Especially a veteran like him, who, in my opinion, we need to take care of our vets. Uh, I mean, they served, they've, they sacrificed... Um, that we. Uh, so I see. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, what what pisses me off is in medieval times, and I've said this before. Knights who served under the king or queen, whatever country it may have been, they were taken when they got back from whatever conflict they were in. They got taken care of for the rest of their lives, as they should, comfortably taken care of. And some of them were given parcel of lands, making them sirs or or or, or ma'ams, or ladies. Lords and uh, lords and ladies, yeah. yeah. Um, like in Scotland, for example, mm-hmm. they, they they would give they would be given a parcel of land and they would be a lord because they served under the king or for the monarchy. We should do something similar here, and in that case, like you know, we don't know how many veterans were in that assisted mm-hmm. living home. It may have not just been him, right? He was just the oldest one there, maybe. I don't know, but. They felt he was a good uh, spokesperson. But, so the government's like, well, we need that space. So you all need to leave. That's just messed up. I and see the media doesn't put this out, and 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 no, they won't because it right. goes against everything that they want to trying to push. And this goes to your and I's belief that more people need to. Too many people are well. That how does that affect me? It doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect. You're right. It does. It's in Staten Island. I, it doesn't affect you today. Yeah. And it may not affect you next year, but at some point, it, it's like that old uh, adage that I don't even know where it came from. They came for the so and sos, but uh, I wasn't a so and so, so I didn't speak up. And then they came for the so and sos, but I wasn't a so and so, and I didn't speak up. And eventually, they came for me. But there was nobody left to speak up. We, I'm, you said this just a few minutes ago and it kept ringing in my ears. People should be furious. People should be irate, pissed at what's going on in our country. And instead, what happens is when people like you or I get pissed and we get animated and we get vocal, what's the first thing they say? Conspiracy right-wing crazy, far-right whacked out, and and equally left-wing, far-nut, you know, all these things. We've got to wake up. Yeah. Uh, Not just the right. That's what I'm saying. As American citizens, we should all be just flabbergasted. This has happened to people. You know, like you said, they kicked out a whole um, VA, basically, hospital. um, Kicked out all the vets just to fill it with uh, illegal immigrants. As a society, we should all be pissed off that they're doing this. I mean, left, right, whatever right. you are, it doesn't. The, the common human decency needs to take a place, and 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 that is true for the illegal immigrants too. Also, we we need to take care right. of them also. But at the same time, we got to stop the flow and and take care of what we got here, and maybe send some back and say, hold on, we're 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 full. Yeah, no vacancy. Yeah. Our guest next week talked about this on a a podcast that I listened to uh, recently. And he he talks about Hurricane, um, I don't remember, one of the hurricanes recently that uh, 
you know, impacted the, the Gulf Coast. And he went to a particular area and he had his um, Patriot hat on. And the people who were, and he was taking water and food and, and you know, things to help out in the area um, to help those people. And what he did in and of itself is commendable. And, and he's not the only one. Thousands of, or millions of people do this where they, 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 they help in the time of need. And what we don't see is the folks with the Biden masks or the, the folks that are Democrats or, or you know, that, that don't believe in the right conservatism or conservatism or whatever. If I'm in need, whether that's tragedy or, or whatever the case is, I'm not going to say, well, wait a minute, before I take your help. Who do you vote for? What do you believe? Yeah. I, I We've got. It doesn't to, matter to me, right? At we've that point. got to get away from um, this this bullshit separation that we're we're in. You know, we all have quote unquote served somebody who didn't agree with us, and oh, yeah. and, and didn't know it. We've helped people uh, who didn't believe in the same things we believe in. No, but at that point, I don't care what they believe it i don't care what who they voted for i don't care about any of that i see a human in need that needs help garth brooks wrote a song many 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 years ago and i wish like hell that more of us today could i wish everybody could just stop seeing class stop seeing political allegiances and stop seeing race and stop seeing all of this bullshit sexual identity yeah and just excuse me (laughs) every time there it is again i'm trying to find this song i know it's in here (laughs) it needs to be said and, and we all need this to hear this again. From We're probably going to get hit hard with some kind of copyright. Yeah, I wouldn't go very long. I'm not going to. When I close my eyes, I see the way this world shall be. When we all came in For a crust of bread When the last man dies For just words that he said There's a part in this song where It gets to the chorus piece Right I didn't think about this until the other day I heard it You know how you Something will trigger a song to trigger in your head Yeah Something happened and in my head I was like Whatever happened to the humankind race? Right. You know, because... <laughs> That's the only race on the planet, in my opinion, but... We are all human beings. And, and no, I don't agree with Joe Biden. I don't agree with the Democrats. But I, I said it the other day on, on, on a previous episode. I, I'm a praying man. I still pray at night before I go to bed. And I still ask God's grace on, on many things. And yes, I pray for this country. But I also pray for Joe Biden. Because if he fails, we fail. Mm, And dear God, we are failing miserably right now. And we've got to, as a human race, come back to decency. Oh, wow. Yeah. What a concept. Weird, right? Unfortunately, until more people can open their eyes and see what this government's doing to us to we the people. Yeah. It's not just left. It's not. Yeah. It's both. It, it's it's the whole government. The whole system is, you know, we're the ones being brutalized by the system. It's not one race or another. It's right. not one gender or another. It, it is the whole 
citizenship of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. We're doing exactly 100% what the government wants us to be doing. Yep. We are fighting amongst ourselves while they're reaping the benefits yeah. of what we do and what we give. I know we're always preaching. Damn it. <laughs> and I know it's Friday and we're trying to have, have ourselves a great time. And so with that in mind, don't forget to visit our sponsor, Ravencrest Tactical. Uh, make sure you visit them from our website so that we get a little credit. And again, if you're not going to purchase anything, that's fine. Just go search, see, and eventually you're going to be like, damn, I want that. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Also, make sure to head over to patron.podbean.com forward slash unrestrained. <sighs> Become a member. That's going to help us fight this culture war. And spread the word, yeah. And get the word out there. We got conservative ant coming up with us next week. Woo. Super excited Can't about wait. that. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have another announcement soon after of uh, some other guests that we're very hopeful for. And uh, yeah, head over to our websites, uh, head over to our socials, leave us some comments. Tell us what you think. Where, where are we getting this wrong? Yeah. What, what can we do better that we're not thinking about? Yeah. 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 By the way, don't forget the Unrefined Guys Amendment. <laughs> don't be a dickhead. Don't be a dickhead. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Tommy. I'm Bear. We are the Unrefined Guys. Have a great weekend.